This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Moms Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today we are going to be talking about Valentine's Day on the cheap. You can take these ideas and use them for whatever occasion, whether you have a special birthday uh, that you're celebrating or something similar. And of course, the only difference here is that uh, we're going to have a lot of heart decorations, aren't we? So that's always fun. So are you ready to celebrate Valentine's Day with very little money? In this episode, I'm going to share some great ideas to make the day special with your own Valentine's Day party uh, for your immediate family or the gang. And there are even some ideas for your spouse and your kids and a way to cut those corners that will make everyone smile. For some reason, Valentine's Day was never my favorite holiday and probably because I didn't date as a student and didn't see the examples of the day um, or the day at my home, okay? My parents told me it was a made-up holiday. Yeah, they're realists. And I didn't see my dad give my mom flowers, although I know they were deeply in love because they were inseparable. We kids changed all that when we got older, and we ordered flowers from my uh, dad to my mom all the time. And gladly, he thought it was great and funny, and she never knew. So fast forward to my own experience uh, with my boyfriend and now my husband, and uh, uh, there is a balloon incident I want to share. So my dad didn't like the idea of my dating, and this is even when I graduated from college, other than the people that my dad would try to set me up with. Yes, I am not lying here. Um, My dad had these ideas of people that he was trying to, um, you know, tell me we're a good catch. And this is after I graduated from college. And uh, one of them was a salesman at the restaurant. And apparently I intimidated him, my father said. So my dad had to come to me and ask me what I thought about this, this young guy that was trying to sell my dad something, I don't know. And I just rolled my eyes and said, you have got to be kidding me, dad. You're getting in the midst of this. And he said, well, you know, I was trying to put the guy out of his misery because he wanted to ask you out. And every time he said he walked over to you, you walked away. Uh, I was thought I was pretty smart then. And I was teaching at a school and, um, you know, finally had just prayed, Lord, I'm giving you my life. Um, if you want me to never be married, that's fine. I'm back in the town uh, where I grew up. And, uh, you know, it's kind of slim picking. So you're gonna have to bring me someone if you want me to get married. And that's exactly what he did. My future husband ended up moving into town and um, he was teaching at another school nearby. And so we went out once and um, it really wasn't, couldn't be called much of a date. And then um, Super Bowl Sunday is always, um, he says, the first time he asked me out, but watching the Super Bowl wasn't my idea of a date, but he calls that one of our dates. 
And then soon after, there was a big parade in town, and um, we were supposed to go to dinner. And I thought, well, now this is our, you know, more of a date. And he was taking me uh, to mass that evening on a Saturday night, and then we were going to go out to eat. And that afternoon, I got a knock on on my door, and um, there he was, uh, dressed in no way to be going out to church or to dinner. He had on... Uh, clothes that looked like he was going to go play a basketball game, which was actually where he was heading. And he gave me this huge bunch of balloons that he had bought from some vendor at a parade. And he just kind of handed them to me and said, here, I wanted to give you these before tonight, and I'll see you later. And here I was left with this there, there had to be like 25 or 30 balloons in this bunch. And I brought them in the house and thought, oh, my word, what am I going to do with this? And where am I going to hide them? Because I, I still lived at home. Um, you know, where am I going to hide this? You know, and I put them in my room. And that night when I got back from dinner um, with with my now husband, um, there were all the balloons that has escaped my room and were floating around uh, along the hallway. So I remember frantically catching uh, these balloons as they were, you know, going up into the air. Well, that was fun and embarrassing. But Valentine's Day doesn't have to be expensive. In fact, later he told me, I think he spent all of $5 for all those balloons. <laughs> so even back then, my husband was being very frugal. And I have a list of shortcuts of some fun things to do to make your celebrations um, inexpensive. So the first is getting the kids involved. Heart cookies. What could be better than heart-shaped cookies uh, with sugar crystals or icing? And I have a great recipe I'm going to attach to this podcast. You can print it out and enjoy. Um, There's two different cookie recipes that I have, and one of them is a little bit harder to make, but it makes the most delicious, chewy cookies ever. And when you make them, uh, try a small batch first uh, just to test to see if you have enough flour because it really depends on uh, so many different factors. But uh, there is um, a secret ingredient in that cookie recipe that is um, one of my favorites. And the kids love making heart-shaped cookies, uh, so that's always fun. Um, You can give them a rolling pin. What I do with the kids, because, you know, kids will stick their fingers in their mouth or, you know, do all kinds of different things. I don't know if this is my freak-out cleanliness because of my dad owning a restaurant. But what I do with the kids is I give them each their own little pad of dough um, and then... (laughs) I put wax paper and we have rows of where their cookies are. So especially with the grandkids when they come over and so they have their batches of cookies that they made and of course we can share and as much as we try to wash hands and everything else, um, as my daughter says, it all burns off in the heat anyway, but if you're a control freak like I am sometimes or cleanliness freak, um, that does help. All right. Excuse me. The second is bookmarks. I love this. We did this uh, years ago, and it turned out to be a favorite of so many people. In fact, I still have the bookmarks that we made. So we took bookmarks, and I've got a handout. If you are part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network family, 
and you are on the easing list, you will get the printables for this. Uh, so um, you get them free. Uh, just stay on our email list. Uh, and if it's, um, you know, no longer available, um, just let me know and we'll get you that. But the bookmarks um, are cut out of, um, you can either do um, the heart shapes first. So you can cut out a bunch of pink uh, and red hearts, all different shapes and sizes. And then you take a, a ream of white paper and I get the 110 weight. Uh, to give you an idea, copy paper is about a 20 pound weight. So if you get the heavier weight and have that, that will be the best thing ever. It's like a soft cardboard. And so I folded it in fours and cut them. Um, and or you can do them in six strips, however you want to do it. And I punched a hole uh, for a ribbon and wrote the person's name on one side and a Bible verse on the other. And they're so much cheaper and prettier than Valentine's bought in the store. Um, if you want to make bigger bookmarks, which I actually like, is you just you can cut out one bookmark per sheet of paper, and they are bigger. Um, but they're great because the kids can use them uh, for their reading books or um, however they want. Another fun idea is to make um, those little hangers for your door. And I also have a template for that in the giveaway uh, for February. The third is hot cocoa mix. My kids love to make it. And I promise you, all you need is sugar and cocoa, no additives. So... Um, we use about a third, you know, um, so if you use um, one tablespoon of cocoa, you, you would use um, two tablespoons of sugar. Now, if that's not sweet enough for you, then you can add more sugar. Um, if you don't like sugar and use artificial sweeteners, I'm like super against them, but you can. Um, or use something like stevia, which is a little bit more natural. I think sometimes stevia has an aftertaste. And then you can add a drop, and I mean a drop, like an eighth of a teaspoon of vanilla extract, uh, which makes it yummy. But you can take the cocoa mix um, and mix that and just keep it in a really special container. You can buy little mason jars and have the kids decorate them and put ribbon on them and give them as gifts. That's a fun thing. Um, you can also dress it up with different colors for different occasions. Uh, the fourth thing is breakfast. I did heart-shaped toast when the kids were little. I cut off the ends after I toasted the bread. I made heart-shaped uh, pancakes. You can invest in griddle shapes, but I didn't want to have a bunch of stuff that I had to store. So what I did was I put the batter in squeeze bottles, and so then I could just squeeze out a heart and then fill it in with the ladle, and it worked out really well. And that works great for all kinds of shapes. Um, for lunch, uh, of course, heart-shaped sandwiches, right? We save the edges for the croutons um, for dinner. And I made stone soup. And it was really a fun recipe. If you've never read the stone soup book, look it up and get it. Um, it was really fun. And there's no hearts in this recipe. But it is a fun, cold-weather book to read and then have all the ingredients to make it. And the kids can take turns bringing and adding ingredients for the best stone soup ever. And the sixth um, idea for dinner, again, heart-shaped meatloaf. You can do individual or even burgers. 
And you can use a, um, a cookie heart shape to just cut out um, the bread, or you can, um, you know, use toothpicks to make a heart shaped or whatever it is that you want. And then cookies for dessert and or cake. Heart-shaped cakes are easier to make than you would think. Um, and so there's some great links that I'm putting in for some gorgeous heart cakes. And I've got some more um, ideas for you. I just wanted to take a second and give a shout out to our sponsor. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. All right. Well, number eight is uh, decorations. So I have um, purchased all kinds of kits, as I'm sure you have. And one of the kits that sat around forever was the candle kit because I didn't want to make a big mess with all the wax. Well, one day um, we did make the candles and it was really great because we made them in this huge batch. And then we had candles set aside for Valentine's Day. We used essential oils and... Um, really fun, um, you know, we, we made them pink and red and different food colorings that we use. And the kids even um, put in some hard shapes. And I think some of these were, um, came with the kit. I don't really remember. It was a while ago. And so you can do all kinds of things like that and then keep them and use them for decorations um, or give them as gifts. The other was um, heart-shaped construction paper. And I mean, we kept these for years. The kids would make all different shapes. And instead of, um, you know, putting them in, in a um, chain or anything like that, I let the kids um, just, you know, not haphazard, but put them up randomly. And we use that little sticky stuff that uh, doesn't ruin your walls. They have so improved on this stuff, I'm telling you, from what we had. And I have big sliding glass uh, doors. And so we would always put the the heart shape there. And it just made everything look so much more festive. The kids loved making decorations. And they especially loved it when I kept them year to year. And uh, that way we would pull them out again. And sometimes they would laugh at how badly they did when they were younger. And then it would, they would add to it as they were getting older. The 10th thing is uh, soaps and scented crafts. So we had, again, with that uh, faded, um, I tell you what, that candle kit sat around here for so long. But uh, with the uh, soap kit, we were able to do the same kinds of things. And that came with all kinds of, you know, little heart-shaped trays. And so we made soaps. The thing about the soaps is they were pretty hard and lasted quite a while. So you want to have some kind of dish that you can set them in when the kids are using them because they did make a mess. But it was really fun and they could give them as gifts. Now, how about for dad, right? 
So this is actually for dad and mom. Um, one of the things my husband did, um, and this was be- at, aching on by my kids, was he started sending me expensive flower bouquets. And being that I was the one who paid all of our credit card bills and I could see how much he was spending, I finally said to him, you know, enough. I love you and I'm so happy that you want to give me flowers, but we can't, you know, afford these ridiculous bouquets. And so he started buying me um, rose bushes. And so he planted me a garden and this was wonderful, a big bunch of Um, expensive flowers or a big bunch of rose bushes. And so through the years, he, um, you know, created this beautiful rose garden and I'm no green thumb. So he had to to tend to it. And that made it even more special. And the kids love to pick me roses, you know, from this garden. So, you know, it was a multi-purpose, you know, really sweet idea that was a gift that just kept on giving. And then the second thing is I would give my husband time. You know, if your husband likes to uh, play the guitar or putter around in his workshop, give him certificates for time, kid-free time. And that is a great gift. And you can do that with all of his favorite things. If he likes to read, just start with five different things. And I promise you, he will love this gift. My husband's favorite gift is when I give him time with me. I'm one of those, um, and Meredith and I went uh, covered this in a podcast that we did um, on the love languages. But um, and I have a link that you can. I'll also put it in the show notes. Um, but his way of saying I love you is to spend time with you, and my way of sp- saying I love you is let me bake you some cookies. So um, we had to learn to compromise and. Um, spending time with my husband is one of the uh, things he loves the most. So if you don't know what your husband or your own love language is, you know, take a quiz. I have a quiz for five love languages. The fourth is dress up. And that goes for both of you. No sloppy shirts, no messy bun. Wear something nice. Wear, um, you know, clothes like you're going to go to church or you're going to go to the store. Um, it doesn't have to be super dressy, but it can look. You can look nice. I remember, you know, back in the day, the little manuals um, that we all laughed at, of course, you know, um, being that you know this was like so beneath us, right? To be, you know, dress up for your husbands and have the table set and have meals ready. Well, my husband doesn't like to eat the second he gets home. He liked to just relax and talk about the day and hang out with the kids. And me. Um, So that was nice pressure off of me um, as far as that went. But also, ladies, we're tired by the time our husbands get home for the most part. And so making an effort to get dressed up, putting a little dab of perfume, whatever, um, really will go a long way. And especially if you're trying to do Valentine's Day on the cheap. And then no devices. It's a media-free day. Give the kids, you know, um, popcorn and, you know, just say, look, guys, everybody, we're not going to have media today. You know, we're going to, if they get antsy, have them string the popcorn. I don't know. Um, but just have a day where, you know, you are as a family, whether it's playing games or talking 
or roasting marshmallows outside and making s'mores, whatever that is. Um, Just spend time together. Spend time enjoying each other. Spend time getting reacquainted. Um, These are all things that you can do, whether it's making a fun dinner um, or going out to dinner, if that's something that you want to do. And um, you can get someone to babysit the kids and go out with your husband, um, going for walks, you know, whatever that is that that you know is going to be... um, you know, something special that your spouse would like or something that you would like. Um, Just let your husband know ahead of time. Give him some hints. Sometimes we need to uh, give our husband big hints, like, you know, a big note taped to the mirror in the morning uh, wherever he's washing his face and brushing his teeth and, you know, giving him a heads up. And whether you do it for your kids or yourself, you know, um, have a wonderful and fun day. You can find the show notes on uh, vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Look for Valentine's Day on the cheap. And again, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, um, and that is Sony and the movie The Star, which is now available on DVD. So enjoy. Thanks so much. God bless, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.